Did you know that the original Final Fantasy creator, Hironobu Sakaguchi, made a spiritual successor to that legendary series called Fantasian for Apple Arcade, and every level in the game is a handmade, physical miniature model. Enjoy unlimited access to over 200 incredibly fun games with no ads and no in-app purchases. From puzzle and adventure games to sports, racing, and multiplayer action games, everyone can count on finding something to love. Head to sifter.com.au forward slash arcade to start your free trial of Apple Arcade today at sifter.com.au forward slash arcade for a one month free trial of Apple Arcade and you'll be supporting independent video games journalism. This offer is for new subscribers only $9.99 a month after free trial. Plan automatically renews after trial until cancelled. Hi, I'm Kyle Paletto, and welcome to Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in gaming. Each Sunday, we'll take you through the biggest updates, exciting reveals, and controversies in video games. Here is the news for Sunday, 26th of June. Let's go! The release of Fall Guys free-to-play update got off to an extremely rocky start this week when servers crashed immediately at launch and didn't get back up and running for more than 24 hours. British studio Mediatonic struck gold in 2020 with Fall Guys becoming the game everyone was talking about when it launched as part of the PlayStation Plus subscription as well as on PC. The goofy Battle Royale style game was accessible and extremely streamable, which along with a really successful Twitch campaign meant for a few months there it was unavoidable online. The studio was acquired by Epic Games who promised to bring it to more platforms and it's fair to say it was a pretty popular move when it dropped on the 21st. Mediatonic acknowledged the incident, but some players are still reporting issues with long wait times and other bugs, though that appears to be improving quite a lot in the time the rest of the Sifter team have been playing. I somehow managed to skip this game the first time around, so I'm actually looking forward to jumping in now that it's free to play. But I think I'll wait a little bit longer, just until they iron out the kinks a bit. Knights of the Old Republic 2, the classic Bioware Star Wars RPG, arrived on the Switch earlier this month but the developers have confirmed that there is a serious bug that prevents players from finishing the game. The 2004 title was remastered by the experienced porting studio Aspire, but players who wanted to progress past the planet of Onderon were met with a hard crash when their ship, the Ebon Hawk, hard crash lands on the planet in the game. Aspire support tweeted that they were aware of the issue. We were aware of an issue that is preventing some Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2, the Sith Lords, players, from advancing in the game. Our data suggests that this is only affecting a small number of users, but please rest assured that we're working on a patch to fix it. Thankfully, there is now a workaround in place. You can open the cheats menu by pressing the left thumbstick down three times, and we've linked the instructions in the show notes. Diablo Immortal has been delayed in China, which was predicted to be one of the biggest audiences for Blizzard's action RPG. The game's official Weibo account was suspended from being allowed to post after allegedly referring to tweets that referenced the bear, a slang term that Chinese citizens sometimes use to refer to President Xi Jinping, who is disparagingly referred to as Winnie the Pooh. The game was developed alongside Chinese company NetEase, who developed the engine that the game runs on, who say its share price dropped by 10% after the delay announcement. The game has been criticised for its aggressive monetization as tested by Kiwi streamer Quinn69, 
who spent a frankly stupid $25,000 to unlock a five-star legendary gem from the random drops. This is a $25,000 gem. Ah! Oh, why did I do that? That was not worth it, bro. Quinn69 went and deleted the gem and the game after the random drop finally arrived as a protest. But hey, if I was Blizzard, I'd be pretty happy if people protested by giving me 25 grand. According to reporting from Forbes, the game has been a huge financial success, raking in more than 25 million US dollars in just two weeks of availability and gaining more than 10 million players. Speaking of Activision Blizzard, Vicarious Visions, the studio behind the beloved remakes of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, were just about to start on 3 and 4 before they were absorbed into Blizzard. The namesake himself, Tony Hawk, joined Twitch streamer Andy THPS and said when the merger was complete, it all got shelved. I mean, that was that was the plan. Uh, you know, Damn. even even up until the release date of this, we were going three and four. Um, oh, and wow. then and then Vicarious got kind of absorbed and and then they were looking for other developers and then it was over. I mean, the the truth of it is that they were trying to find someone to do three and four, but they just didn't really trust anyone the way did they did Vicarious. So they took other pitches from other studios. Like, what would you do with the THPS uh, title? Oh, and wow. they didn't like anything they heard. And then that was it. Vicarious Visions is now Blizzard Albany, and the last game they worked on was Diablo 2 Resurrected. The combined remake of the first two Tony Hawk games was critically acclaimed, with reviewers saying it recaptured the feeling of the originals and modernised it for current platforms. One of the biggest rumours of the 1990s has been confirmed this week with the release of the remastered Sonic Origins that the late Michael Jackson did in fact write music for Sonic 3. Former Sonic team lead Yuji Naka, in a series of tweets, noticed that the music was different to what they originally shipped. Does Sonic Origins Sonic 3 have a different song? And then said, Happy 31st birthday, Sonic. Sega official is playing Michael Jackson's song on Sonic. I'm surprised. Is this a sign? The music for Sonic 3 was composed by Michael Jackson and keyboardist Brad Buxer, but according to Buxer, Jackson wasn't happy with the way the tracks were implemented, so the soundtrack was changed. Sega has never confirmed Jackson's involvement in the Sega Genesis project, and Sonic's social media manager Katie Kronowski said in an interview that the Origins soundtrack was being reimagined by composer Jun Senue. So, while unfortunately we can't use all of the original sounds from the Sega Genesis version of the game, Jun Senue has been working really hard to adapt the original music that was composed in 1993 for Sonic Origins. And he's been going so far as reproducing it with the same sound chip from the Sega Genesis and using his own digital audio tape collection to make this like as faithful to the originals as possible. Sonic Origins is out now. The dedicated players of Valve's hat-based shooter Team Fortress 2 have secured a win this week after years of complaints of exploits and bots ruining everyone's fun. Team Fortress is one of the original team-based shooters, and despite being 15 years old, still has a passionate player base on Steam. A groundswell of players came together to launch the social media hashtag SaveTF2 campaign to address what they saw as a fundamentally broken game. Valve took to Twitter to confirm that the community's cries had been heard and pushed a couple of updates in the last few days to fix some of these issues. TFT community, we hear you. We love this game, and know you do too. We see how large this issue has become and are working to improve things. The game has been continuously patched and bug-fixed since its launch in 2007, 
and this groundbreaking title pioneered much of the tradable cosmetics and skins common in just about every multiplayer game since. Indie developers Zaktronics have made the decision to close up shop. After 11 years of releasing out-of-the-box puzzle games that have gained the studio a cult-like adoration from their fans. Zaktronics is certainly not a household name, but over the past decade, the team has been plugging away at retro-style indies like Infiniminer, Eliza, and Mobius Front 83. Thankfully, the end of Zaktronics is not a sad one, with founder Zach Barth simply stating that they are wrapping things up because they feel like it's the right time to regroup and start again. Zaktronics' final game, Last Call BBS, will be releasing on July 5 and looks really interesting, mimicking the online bulletin board system, which made up much of the internet in the 80s and early 90s. For more on this story, check the show notes for a link to Luke Plunkett's deep dive into the company's history. And right now, while the Steam summer sale is on, do yourself a favor and check out the Zaktronics back catalog. There's plenty of gold there to enjoy. If you're getting excited for JRPG Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which arrives on Switch at the end of July, Nintendo shared more of the game in a dedicated Direct this week. The class-based RPG will allow you to hire NPCs to complement your team and unlock further customization as you go. And if you're super keen, you can shell out an extra 45 bucks on top of the sticker price for the full game to be given direct access to an expansion pass. This pass includes in-game helpful items and skins on day one, and a promise of more DLC all the way up until 2023. Check out the show notes for a link to watch the full direct. A YouTuber with a grudge has been hit with a lawsuit from Destiny developers Bungie worth over 7.5 million US dollars. Earlier this year, Destiny 2 player Nick Miner had some of his YouTube videos taken down over copyright infringement. Basically, Miner was ripping music directly from the game and uploading it to the platform in pretty straightforward violation of copyright laws. In retaliation, Miner went on a fraudulent copyright infringement rampage, falsifying emails claiming to be an official from the copyright enforcement company CSC Global and successfully taking down nearly 100 Destiny-related videos from both content creators and Bungie itself. Miner even took to Discord to brag about how easy it was to submit fraudulent claims. In the lawsuit documents, the company had this to say. This case arises out of Nick Miner's malicious campaign to serve fraudulent takedown notices to some of the most prominent and passionate members of the fanbase purportedly on Bungie's behalf in apparent retaliation for Bungie enforcing its own copyrights against material Miner uploaded to his own YouTube channel. Bungie is seeking damages of $150,000 for each video that was fraudulently removed, totaling $7,650,000. But something tells me a YouTuber with less than 3,000 subscribers might struggle to come up with all that cash. Nintendo Switch players looking forward to exploring the procedural sci-fi worlds of No Man's Sky will be able to take to the heavens in October. Hello Games confirmed that the Switch port of the Sandbox Space game will arrive on the 7th, but with one big caveat. It'll be single player only to start with. In a written statement as part of the release date announcement, Sean Murray of Hello Games said it was an exciting time for the studio. No Man's Sky on this tiny portable device feels both completely natural and totally improbable at the same time. This has been a real moonshoot for our small team. No Man's Sky is built around procedural generation, which means the consoles generate everything you see. This makes it so much harder to bring our game to something like the Switch, but I think the team never seems happier when they are trying to do the near impossible. That's it for news. Here are the games releasing this week. Out on the 28th is MX vs. ATV Legends, the latest in the long-running dirt bike racer series. 
These games have been consistently popular since Unleashed was released in 2005, at least among the very specific fanbase of motocross and ATV gaming enthusiasts. It's definitely more of an arcade racer than a sim, but that just means it could be a lot of fun for more casual motorsport gamers like myself. You can pick it up on PC, Xbox and PlayStation this Tuesday. Brazilian indie developers Pulsatrix Studios is releasing their debut horror game this week titled Phobia St. Dinfna Hotel. It's an exploration-style horror puzzle game set in a creepy hotel that takes some serious influence from the Resident Evil series. Players must explore the abandoned building to find keys, solve puzzles, and unravel the mystery, all while fending off a variety of demons and creatures. Grab it on PC, Xbox, and PlayStation on the 28th. The American Dream from Melbourne-based studio Samurai Punk arrives on MetaQuest on the 30th of June. It's a VR parody of the ridiculous gun culture of the United States and is a bit like an amusement park game of life, where the only way you can interact with things is by shooting guns. You can have a good old American barbecue, celebrate the 4th of July, and even get married, guns akimbo, and more. Check back through our archives to find episode 95 of Lightmap Podcast to learn more about the making of this game. And out on the 1st of July is the 15th installment of EA's Formula 1 series, F122. As is expected from modern racing games, F122 looks fantastic. The car models aren't quite there with the ultra-realistic graphics of the Forza series, but it's pretty damn close. This year's edition includes a bunch of new features and I'm sure will do really well given the uptick in popularity for the sport in recent years. Pick it up on PC, Xbox and PlayStation this coming Friday. If you've got 15 minutes, we'll catch you up on the gaming news each Sunday on Walkthrough. This has been Walkthrough by Sifter. My name is Kyle Paletto. Thank you so much for listening. Sifter is produced by Nicholas Kennedy, Fiona Bartholomeus, Kyle Paletto, Daniel Ang, and Adam Christou. Mitch Lowe is senior producer, and Gianni DiGiovanni is our executive producer. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the Walkthrough theme tune, and thanks to Omni Studios for their support of Sifter's three podcasts. Want to talk more about some of the biggest stories in games? Why not join the Sifter Discord? It's a chill, friendly community of creative people, and one of our favorite things to do is see what you're working on. Music, games, photography, 3D printing, you name it, our community makes it. Visit sifter.com.au slash discord to join and show us what you've got in the Promote Your Work channel. That address again is sifter.com.au slash discord. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back with more news next Sunday. If you're in the market for a super addictive puzzle game, you have to check out Mini Motorways on Apple Arcade. It's a city planning strategy puzzler with an incredibly satisfying gameplay loop. Enjoy unlimited access to over 200 incredibly fun games with no ads and no in-app purchases. From puzzle and adventure games to sports, racing and multiplayer action games, everyone can count on finding something to love. Head to sifter.com.au slash arcade to start your free trial of Apple Arcade today. That's sifter.com.au slash arcade for a free one-month trial of Apple Arcade, and you'll be supporting independent video games journalism. New subscribers only, $9.99 a month after free trial. Plan automatically renews after trial until cancelled.